Hello, and welcome to Embracing Abundance. I'm your host, Peyton Clark, and I truly believe that each one of us, especially you, holds the potential for abundant living. Together, we'll dive into physical health, nutrition, mental wellness, spiritual growth, and financial wisdom. I'm devoted to unpacking the knowledge behind these areas, giving you tangible takeaways for everyday life. Each episode draws you closer to understanding how to live a life full of abundance. So whether you're sipping on your morning coffee, on a long drive, or winding down for the day, let's journey towards unlocking your fullest potential. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Embracing Abundance, the place where we dive deep into making real, lasting changes to our health and well-being. I'm your host Peyton and today we're tackling a topic that's a bit of a tough topic to tackle and sometimes can be a little hard to grasp and that is self-sabotage. Those moments when you're on the brink of success but then something inside just pulls you back a little bit, pulls the emergency brake, you start to revert back to your old ways and your old habits, and you don't see the success that you deserve and want. So let's get into why that happens and what we can do about it. So let's start with the basics. Self-sabotage is essentially when we actively or passively prevent ourselves from reaching our goals. It's like you're running this race, you're close to the finish line, and suddenly you start running in the opposite direction. It sounds crazy when you define it and when you put an example behind it, but it's more common than you might think. We all have different ways of self-sabotaging. For some, it's procrastination. For others, it might be constantly doubting their abilities or even engaging in harmful behaviors. And the thing is, most of the time, we don't even really realize that we're self-sabotaging ourselves. But why? Why would we want to stop our own successes? Well, it often boils down to fear and a lack of self-belief, a lack of self-love. It could be the fear of failure, the fear of the unknown, or even fear of success itself. Sometimes we're scared of actually achieving what we set out to do. So let's dive a little bit deeper into this. Psychologists often talk about the role of our inner critic, that voice inside your head that loves to doubt yourself and your potential, constantly telling you that you're not good enough or that you don't deserve success or happiness. So why are you trying? This isn't you. Know your place. Those kinds of words and phrases. And when we listen to this negative voice, we start acting in ways that align with those negative thoughts. And studies have found that our self-talk, the way that we talk to ourselves in our head, significantly influences our self-esteem and our confidence. Our thoughts create our reality. So when this self-talk is negative, it can lead to self-sabotage, leading us to revert from success. Think about a time when you set a goal, maybe it was to get fit or to start a new business or even just read more books. You start out strong, but then excuses start to creep in. You know, I don't have enough time. I'm not cut out for this. I'll start next week. That's self-sabotage. That inner voice is doubting your ability to achieve that goal that you've set out for yourself. But recognizing these patterns is the first step to overcoming them. Once we understand why we're standing in our own way, we can start to make real changes. And that's what we're going to explore next. I want to dive into the role of the unconscious mind. So our unconscious mind is like the director behind the scenes of a play, controlling the narrative without us even realizing it. It holds our deepest fears, our long forgotten memories and core beliefs, and it plays a massive role in self-sabotage because our unconscious mind often acts on beliefs formed in our early years, some of which might not even be relevant anymore or helpful at all. 
And to put this in, into an example, if you grew up in an environment where success was seen as unattainable or linked to negative consequences, your unconscious might be wired to avoid success. For me, I was benched during my high school volleyball years. And every time I did play and I made a mistake, I was pulled pretty much immediately and replaced with someone who could get the job done or who was better than I was. So unconsciously, I am trained to think that someone else can do the job better, which makes me pull away anytime I get close to seeing success for myself. I feel that it's not meant for me at times and it really just holds me back from a lot of the opportunities that are presenting themselves. Our unconscious beliefs acts as a filter to our actions. And this means that even if we consciously set goals, our unconscious might be filtering out opportunities or pathways to achieve them based on these deep-seated beliefs. And that brings us to the crucial part of this podcast episode, making the unconscious conscious. It's about bringing these hidden beliefs to the surface. Once we're aware of them, we can start to challenge and change them. One way to start uncovering these unconscious beliefs is through journaling. Simply write down your thoughts and feelings about a goal or when you notice self-sabotage happening. Set a timer for 15 to 30 minutes and just brain dump everything. Ask yourself why over and over and over again and try not to overthink and just try to continuously write down whatever comes to mind the entire time. And over time, you'll uncover things about yourself that you didn't even consciously no. And this technique is exactly how I figured out how much volleyball was actually impacting me to this day. It's allowed me to bring the unconscious conscious so that I can challenge these beliefs and I can start to really overcome them. When we start addressing these unconscious beliefs, that's when the real transformation can start and you can stop holding yourself back and sabotaging yourself. Now let's shift gears and talk about transforming this self-sabotage into self-improvement. So the big question is, how do we stop being our own biggest enemy and start being our own best ally? The first step is recognizing and challenging our negative beliefs. It's about catching ourselves in the act. Those moments when you're about to talk yourself out of doing something good for you or when you're making excuses not to follow through on your goals. Picture this. You're about to start a workout, but then a voice in your head says, what's the point? You never stick with it anyway. I don't even know what I'm doing. This is where you pause and you challenge that thought ask yourself, is this really true? And more often than not, you'll find that these negative beliefs are not facts, they're just fears. One effective strategy is cognitive restructuring, and this involves identifying negative self-sabotaging thoughts and reframing them into more positive, supportive ones. So for instance, instead of thinking, I never stick with my workouts, change that to every day I'm getting better at maintaining my workout routine. Now, let's talk about building a more positive mindset. This is huge because the way that we think about ourselves influences how we act. We need to cultivate a sense of self-compassion and recognize that we're all works in progress. Mistakes and setbacks are not failures, they're just a part of the journey. I remember speaking to a client who struggled with self-sabotage in her diet specifically. Every time she slipped up, she'd beat herself up and this just caused immense guilt, an unhealthy relationship with food, she'd end up in binge episodes and overall just had a really bad self-image because of this and we had to do some digging into what was truly going on behind the scenes you know really make the unconscious conscious and when she started to shift her mindset and treat herself with kindness like she would to a friend everything really started to change 
She found it easier to get back on track with, without the guilt and self-criticism, making it easier to be consistent and positive in, your, in her health journey. And then she really started to accomplish all of the goals that she set out for herself. So what can you do starting today? Begin by being aware of your self-talk then actively work on reshaping it. And remember, show yourself some love and kindness because you deserve it. Real change takes time, patience, and a whole lot of self-love. We've covered a lot today in a short amount of time about self-sabotage, and I hope you're walking away with not just a deeper understanding, but also practical tools to overcome it because you are capable of incredible things and you need to tell yourself that and believe that. Thanks for tuning in to Embracing Abundance. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button or follow along wherever you're watching this podcast just for more episodes like this, where we dive into making real positive changes in our lives. Until next time, remember that you have the power to transform your habits, your mindset, and your life. Thank you for joining me today on Embracing Abundance. It's been a joy sharing this space and journey with you. And if today's episode resonated with you, I'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to leave a review, share it on social media, or with someone you think would benefit from it. For more insights, daily inspiration, and just more about my life, connect with me over on Instagram at Trainer Payton. Stay inspired, stay abundant, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.